Hola, everybody, and welcome to episode 30 dun, 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 of the Fetch Everyone Weekly Podcast. How are you doing? FetchEveryone.com is a free website for runners, bikers, swimmers, and everyone else. Some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do any of that rubbish. Rubbish, I tell you. Everything is free for everybody to use. Our podcast is sponsored by Ron Hill Specials, and I hope you know who they are by now. I hope you've already ordered your own bespoke running kit from them for your club or your event or whatever. Um, But they are busy at the moment manufacturing the new Fetch Everyone anniversary kit, so look out for that coming. If you've placed your pre-order, awesome. If you haven't placed your pre-order, there will be some spares, not very many, but there will be some. Um, but do go and check out Ron Hill Specials anyway. Um, they're really awesome. We love working with them. Isn't that right? Yeah, Katie's nodding. Are you awake? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. Good, good stuff. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast to let us know exactly what you think, what's going through your mind, what's up your nose, whatever. That's fine. And this week we'll be talking about, well, we spent the last week on our holiday, so we're going to be talking to you about our holiday. So sorry about that. Um, I hope you're going somewhere nice as well. Um, but sitting opposite me is the lovely Katie. Where are you, Katie, right now, at this I'm, precise moment in time? I'm here. And that is good. And we've only got 456 photos to share everyone, haven't we? Yes. Okay, right, gather round. I'll assemble the projector. Mm. And... Yeah. yeah. Well, we have a paragraph on each photo. Yes. Okay, and please take notes because there'll be questions later <laughs> and anyone found not answering above a... 90% level will be ejected from the website, so Indeed. only joking. No, but we, we've we been to <coughs> Club La Santa in Lanzarote, which uh, is a really nice place to go. We've been there three or four times before in the last, what, seven or eight years? Something um, like that, yeah. And, and just to be clear, we aren't, this isn't an advert for them at yeah. all. Um, nothing like that. So, yeah, they're not paying us anything to say any of this. No. So, so this will include negative things as well as positives. Yeah. But having said that, there weren't many negative things to report. Not really, really no. Um, right, so 4am. Yes, we Friday started morning. at 4am, didn't we? We got, I mean, it was an early start, but it, and we, our plane was an hour late taking off actually, but um, we were still there. And ensconced by about one o'clock, weren't we? One p.m. Yeah, yeah. The, I we went two years ago, and my boy was about a foot shorter, mm. but somehow he still managed to fold himself up on the seat next to me and and sort of. But now he's sort of encroaching more on my space, and he has to lie on my on my lap pretty much mm. when he's when he's dozing away. But um, I will try and put that photo actually in the uh, gallery, which is a father going above and beyond, um, supporting. A teenage child's head um, for quite some time. It wasn't just for a few minutes, it was for quite some time of our, our flight. I was wondering whether that was what gave me a sore triceps. Could well have been. Um, unscheduled head support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tried that once. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, so we, we got there okay, didn't we? It was a reasonably good flight, not too bumpy or anything like that. Yeah. Um, the, the idea with, with Club La Santa, if, if no one, if you haven't been, is it's, a, it's as active as you want to be and you can be almost obscenely active if you want to be, but you can also do virtually nothing if you want to. You could lie around the leisure pool all week, couldn't you, yeah. on a sun lounger and... Saw lots of people who looked as though it was their yeah. sole goal in life to toast themselves yeah. to a crisp. And that's absolutely fine. You know, you, you can do that. But it I think seems... we, we kind of went middle ground. I think we probably weren't the most active people there, but we did a lot. And I think I almost, as usual, slightly overdid it. I think you definitely did more than me. Cause, uh, yeah, well, yeah. you had your boy to, to kind of entertain with, with ball throwing and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah. it makes him sound like a dog. <laughs> well, we were throwing it for each other, so yeah, yeah both our shoulders are pretty sore from the yeah. from ball chucking. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> what did we do while we were there? Well, so, I, I don't want to go through everything in, in great detail because it will be tedious for people, but just to give a flavour of, I, I suppose, of each of our weeks as to the extent of the different things you can do, I I went from... On Saturday, I did a, an open water swim in the lagoon, and that was supported by the green team, so they had their kayaks out. The green team are kind of like red coats, but but sporty. <laughs> yes, they're very they're very sporty. Um, there's a high proportion of Scandinavian um, people in the green team. There's some, um, well, a couple of Spanish green teamers went there, and a couple of Brits. Yeah. Um, but lots and lots of Scandinavians, Finland, um, Sweden, Denmark, all represented quite highly. Yeah, and they all seem to be experts in, in whatever thing they yeah. happen to be doing at that time. So you swam from one end of the lagoon to the other. I yes. joined in for a bit, but it's my first proper kind of salty swim. So yeah, the about... lagoon is very salty and it's a little bit choppy as well. So it's it's not easy open water. It's very shallow. Yeah. But it's not easy as, as such. It's yeah. very poor visib visibility as well. Uh, and not just under the water. The, Over um, the water as well. The, the boys are really hard to spot. They're not um, They're not especially close together. They're quite dirty, so it is hard to spot them. So you really do have to sight for something <clears throat> out of the water that's bigger and more noticeable. Like, oh, try for that third volcano on the left sort of thing yeah um or the last apartment in that row of apartments um it was it was not easy i'm glad i did it um there was a bit of chop involved and salty swimming so yeah it was good but yeah support from the green team on that one yeah we also ran that morning as well beforehand we ran all the way to um la santa and checked out the We'd driven past this little bit of a pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we did the morning gymnastics as well, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. My boy saw the gymnastics, which is something that happens every single morning. And um, he wondered whether or not he was asking who are they trying to summon. Yeah, it, is, it is a funny little routine. Again, it's going to sound so weird to anyone who hasn't been, but literally as many people as want to gather around the swimming pool and follow one of the green team members through this very, very definite and... Yeah, it's the same every time, every year it's, since it's the, the resort began yeah, 30 years ago. Claps in exactly the same place with exactly the same number of claps. Yeah. 
his point was that if you took away the music mm. um, and put some sort of Gandalf type random mutterings mm. over it, it would definitely sound like you were trying to, yeah. you know, summon someone from another realm or whatever. So yeah. we should try that. But if I can find a link to a video of the the morning aerobics, I'll post it so you can see what it's all about. But yeah. I think having, we, we sort of make this habit of trying to do it at least once yeah. every time we've we've been there. I think the first time we were there, like like excited puppies every every yeah. morning or more or less. But um, yeah. we try and do it at least once every every time. And yeah, it's on at eight o'clock in the morning, every morning, swimming pool, same music, exact same routine. Yeah. No deviations allowed at all, although we, we make a bit of a hash of it generally. But I don't know. I think we're getting pretty good at it now. Give us another 10 years and I think yeah. we'll have nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So we did a little run. We did that, and then we did the open water swim. I did yeah. the long course. You did the slightly shorter course. I did course. the very short course. It's, it's about ten minutes worth. Um, and then you did stand up paddle yoga. Yeah. So that's an, a new concept, um, and it's one of the free classes that they—they they, most of the classes are free, by the way. But um, it's it's just a new one, and you basically get a stand up paddle board. You paddle it out on the lagoon out to a special area where they've got some um, ropes tethered around the water by boys and on these ropes there are loops and on your board is a carabiner. <laughs> is that what it's called? I think so, a little hockey thing. A metal thing and you hook on to the loop and then the instructor comes and she puts her board in the middle of all of the other boards and you just do some yoga. It's not I mean, the way she described it to us, she was saying it's it's based on yoga, it's not really yoga. But actually, we did do downward dog, we did do a shoulder stand, uh, we did child pose, we did all sorts of things that were very yogi. Was the balance harder because well, we the didn't board do was anything, moving about? We didn't do anything standing up. Um, the shoulder stand was probably the hardest one because obviously you're up on your shoulders and then you have to roll down and try to roll down in the line so that you're staying on your board. So yeah, there was certainly a little bit more core work going on, I guess. Um, one poor chap did fall off doing child pose, which really, of all the poses... Isn't that... You're sort of like kneeling down doing that one. You're kneeling down, yeah, completely yeah. still. Um, Maybe he was a an annoying child or something like that. No, he was a fully grown man. No, I mean, he was just <laughs> go, going back to his childhood. Oh, I see. As a child, he didn't have the ability to things. stay still yeah. when he was... Yeah, I got you now. Um, yes, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and the the main thing that I did on Saturday was it Saturday I did this? Yes. Yeah, I went and did some scuba in the pool, um, and I think for about five or six years, basically the entire time that I've known Katie, she's been saying to me, "Oh, you should really try scuba diving. It's really awesome." Um, and on the flip side of that, I've been going, no, I will instantly perish the moment I, I sort of even attempt this. Um, and there's a real moment that I was picturing in my head. Um, and that is, you know, you, you put the thing in your mouth, it's called the regulator. I know that now, not the, not the oxygen trumpet or anything like that. Um, but when you're underwater, they want to know that you can switch from one regulator to the other so if you have an issue you can borrow somebody else's regulator um or you know to that they can sort you out in, if something mm. happens 
Uh, and so one of the tests that they do is to get you to take your regulator out and then just plop it back in again and clear the water out of your mouth. And in my head, I was thinking that is literally impossible. As soon as I take it out, I, I might be able to take it back out. But then if I've got to put it back in, my mouth's going to open. I'm going to be at the bottom of the pool with all that water and it's just going to come rushing into me, fill me up and I'll be floating <laughs> up on the top like some kind of hideous, rotting balloon of dead fetch flesh. Anyway, <laughs> good times. So Katie spent forever trying to sort of gently encourage me to do this and I've always been resistant. Um, and my boy was interested in trying the scuba and he was on the point of doing it, but he was going, you need to come with me, Dad. We spent a long time, quite a bit of time, trying to encourage him to get involved and to try stuff and to push himself beyond his boundaries. Um, I'm, I don't think you'll mind me saying this. He's, he's a bit of a, a, a fussy eater. And I can say that because I was also a fussy eater when I was growing up. And, and so just trying to encourage him to go beyond what he feels comfortable with. I thought I could I could make a good stand here for, by trying to do something that I was really worried about. Mm. And I, I was worried about it the whole time until we got into the pool. And mm. um, So you have a 20-minute a sort of briefing around the side of the pool where they talk you through all the different pipes and things that are on the jacket and how it all works. And then you go into the pool and the pool is about... 1.8 meters at its deepest, absolute deepest. And we started off in the shallow end. So there were little kids, you know, on rubber rings, just bobbing around us and mm. people diving around for footballs and things. Mm. Um, and then we just sunk below the water. And at that point I was just, the nerves kind of pretty much went. And the guy who was in charge of us, his name was Richard. He would just immediately got massively zen he was properly you can't see the the mime on the podcast but he was doing this kind of like hands down to the ground kind of like everybody stay calm mm. chill the f out kind of thing so and he's obviously very good at that very practiced at, at yeah. keeping people relaxed because you said that they just have to be that that diving people are the most zen people in the in the world just about every dive instructor that i've ever been with has been that way very clear sign language you you, you can't misunderstand what they're saying pretty yeah. much yeah he even um well i won't get on to that in a bit but um mm. he was we've started copying the gestures that he's doing like the yeah. little gentle hand claps that he was doing when you do something yeah. right yeah. He, we, we've started doing that. I've mm. been doing that with the boy. Yeah. Um, and the the finger and thumb, I'm okay signal. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he, he walked us around the pool. Um, walked? It's not Swam, the right word. Really. Swam, really. Sort of clattered our way around, <clears throat> the, around the base of the pool. Um, you've got to put air into your vest and, and get the amount in correct. Or otherwise, you end up going up to the top or or just sort of hitting the bottom and staying there because you've got all this extra weight on you. Um, but you can also go up and down with the as you inflate your lungs. So you breathe in from all this compressed oxygen that's in the tank, and that air has gone from being a very small space in the tank to expanding into your lungs. And therefore, 
it takes you up just a little bit as well. So Katie was saying as well that you can control your sort of underwater altitude mm. depth. What do you call it? Yeah, depth really. I mean, it's just it's buoyancy control, and and instead of doing too much with putting air in and taking air out of your jacket, yeah, sometimes you can control it in a kind of minor way with your breathing. Yeah, um, and you get used to doing that, and I think you also get better at judging how much to put in, how much to take out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, be... it's hard. You need to practice it a lot, I think, to get really super good at it. Yeah, and you have to put in really small amounts to your jacket mm. or let small amounts out. And then you've got to wait as well while that sort of has an impact because it doesn't happen yeah. immediately. It's not, immediate. it's not like a joystick. Yeah. Um, so he led us around the pool and, um, like I said, there were little kids... And one of the little kids reached down into the water off his lilo and made the thumb and forefinger mm. signal that, you know, you're okay. So I was all excited and really happy that I was sort of conquering my diving fears. And I did the same gesture back to him. And then he put his finger through the hole in his finger and mm, thumb to mm. make a, a very rude, rude gesture. Mm. Um, so the diving instructor... Um, was able he was talking about how good their sign language was mm. he was able to mime I'm going to take my knife and, and, and bust his lilo so mm. um, yeah I think there might have been a little bit of trouble if he had done that but um, yeah yeah he was trying to make us feel he better was, yeah, yeah. Um, um, it, it this could be a nice moment actually to um, put in two recordings that we did of me while you were doing it and you yeah. afterwards okay so I don't know how this is, how, what the cut is going to be like, whether it's going to be seamless. Yeah. But um, let's give it a go. So over to Katie in Lanzarote. Hello, Fetchies. Um, I'm sorry about the background noise and there's nothing I can do about it because I'm sitting by the pool at Club La Santa and I'm watching the, uh, the leader of our Fetch Kingdom uh, and I'm so proud of him because he's he's trying scuba diving with his son and he's been really, really scared and nervous about doing it. Um, he feels horribly claustrophobic at the idea of it and yet I'm watching him scuba along the bottom of the pool now. I can see his air bubbles, <laughs> so he's definitely breathing, thank the Lord. Um, and I'll see if I can get some words from him when he returns to the surface. Oh, I'm dead chuffed. I hope he enjoys it. Uh, speak soon. Bye. So I did a little piece earlier about my, uh, my, brave, my brave boy doing his first scuba in the pool and just getting his thoughts post post scuba hello i'm here <laughs> i'm still here and i did scuba diving um so that's really my main concern really that i would no longer be here because i like being here it's nice well i like having you here yeah anyway well, that's enough of about us um yeah it was um the bit that i had the real doubt i had in my head was uh, Katie saying, yeah, and they do these exercises to show you what to do, like in an emergency, where you take your mouth breather out when you're under the water. Mouth breather, that's What's from... What's the technical term? In, um... 
inhaler, mouthpiece, oxygen bracket. Regulator. Regulator, that's the one. Where you take your regulator out under the water and then you put it back in again and you've got to be able to sort of clear your mouth of any residual water that's there. And I thought, hang on a minute, surely, wait, no, I'm going to, at that point I will immediately die. So... <laughs> didn't did you i didn't no and and because you take this big deep breath before you do it which obviously you would do that before any such emergency wow. involving your regulator yeah. you would like hang on i'm about to have an emergency wait while i take this deep breath yeah. but you know in in general terms if you've got a bit of air in your lungs you take it out and you put it back in again and then you can just blow and all the water that's in the regulator it's got some kind of smart wizardry in there mm. and it's all gone yeah so you can either blow it out or there's even a button on the front where when you put it back in, you press the button and it's like whoosh and out it goes flying. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you and your boy, you did laps of the pool underwater and I watched you. Yeah, how many times around did we go? I got totally oh, disorientated. You kind of, you sort of went back and forth quite a lot. You went yeah. around towards the deep end. You played a game of catch underwater Yeah. with this special toy. Um, lots of kids were playing games above your head and trying to annoy you. Um, yeah, one kid was doing, he did a, the, the AOK thumb yeah, and forefinger yeah. gesture. I did it back to him, at which point he poked a finger through said hole to make yeah. a very rude gesture. Yeah. So, well, you know, that was kind of funny, really. And what's, um, the, what's the outcome of you having done this pool? Well, obviously, I just feel a heck of a lot better about the idea of, of doing it in, in the wild. Yeah. Um, and we're even looking at the possibility of getting out there this week and, we and going and see some sea creatures. Exciting. Sea creatures. Yeah. I just it's... want to say sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, I'm so happy you've done it and yeah. I'm really happy that you, you've had a good experience and I'm going to go so I'm not going to be here anymore. Yes, me too. Bye. And thanks, Ian, for that update from how you were feeling on that particular day. Good on you. So we were pretty much excited by the whole thing and made the plan to go down to the sea a couple of days later and, and do an actual sort of dive in actual seawater. Yes. Um, and it was good. It was, it was a bit weird because of the waves. Hard to get your, your flippers on. Um, mm. But you sort of pair up with someone and they help you. Fins. We'll work on. We'll work on all the, <laughs> the fins, technical fins, language. not flippers. Yeah. Okay. Well, everybody knows what I mean, right? Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean, don't you, Fetches? Yeah. Yeah. But when you when you go to the dive centres, they like you to. Fins. Yeah. Okay. All right. I uh, I made the same mistakes, so yeah. Okay, I'm doing the Namaste symbol to Katie. Yeah. To... Yeah. Yes. Um, so it was it was really lovely once we got under. I had to learn how to clear my mask as well because it would get a bit of condensation but once you've done that then it kind of it's like undersea tv yeah and you can sit there and, and watch it mm. um and saw various things damselfish wide-eyed flounders which are the ones that kind of mm. sit on the bottom and mm. like a like a piece of round sandpaper mm. and all of a sudden these two big eyes <laughs> quite wide eyes funnily enough mm. and then it sort of flounders around at the bottom so mm. i can't think how they got their name um, we saw them sort of like very leggy things under the rocks. What were they? Were they the something nosed crabs or the? I don't know. 
I was thinking more about their legs and their noses. But. Okay, and there was also um, this many-legged starfish, <laughs> wasn't there? Yeah, which was about to sort of, or had separated off. Yeah. So they they actually grow new starfish out of themselves, and then they, they separate into two bits. That's right. Yeah. 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 And then right at the very end, um, we were just coming up onto the really shallow sand, so probably not much mm. more than about a metre, metre and a half deep, something like that, or am mm. I totally getting that wrong? No, I think we were yeah. quite close to finishing. I, th- I don't think we were much more than a couple of metres deep at that point, yeah. yeah. So, so Richard gathered us all over, and we yeah. followed like little excited puppies. Yeah. Um, I'd actually not... lost control of both my buoyancy and cramp at that point so he was gesturing to me to just come down here and look at this and I was like I am actually trying but both cramp and buoyancy have gone slightly so yeah I didn't have such a good view of what you're about to say yeah but you you had a bit more of a roving brief anyway because he'd done loads more diving and he was sort of saying to you go to the go and sit at the back because the others are are sort of brand new well there was this there was this one point quite close to the beginning of the dive I think we'd been down there about 10 minutes and Richard did this fantastic sign to me which meant you take yourself off around the back give these three a bit more space <laughs> go and do your own thing you know what you're doing and um and then when I when I'd gone off and got myself a little bit further back and into my own space he did a lovely namaste thank you to me um and we had a good chat about that afterwards. And actually, I had a much better dive for getting myself out of the way. It's just having the confidence to do it, I think. So back to the shallow water. And Richard pointed us at this very tiny little triangle that was sticking out of the sand. And we all gathered around it. And out of nowhere, this little shark just shook the sand off itself and legged it from underneath our gaze. And when I say shark, I'm talking proper tiny one, so no more than about a foot long. Um, but it was a baby angel shark. Mm, um, quite rare, I think, in those waters as well. Yeah, it's. I think it was in the top five or top eight most endangered sharks. So I don't know whether that makes it very, very rare or not, but um, mm. it was certainly quite a... It an exciting, an exciting thing to thing. see. Yeah, it was it exciting was amazing. for him. I think he was excited that he saw it. Yeah, yeah. He was saying how like you can, you can come one day and and see something really amazing, and then the, and then go ages without yeah. seeing that thing again. Yeah. So um, it was really nice. It had proper kind of tons of fins all around it. So look up baby angel sharks, fetches, mm-hmm. and I saw a little one of those. And he mined shark, which is kind of putting a hand on the front of your head on your forehead. In, a, in making a fin and then baby like a rocking a baby and we all knew what he meant so mm. that was fabulous so um yeah more diving to come for me i think yeah we're, we're we're aiming to to fit that into our lives as much as we can so next time we're planning a holiday where we can do diving i think we'll aim to get ian up to open water diver um and possibly do a lot of the kind of lessons and writing and looking at videos and things before we go on holiday and then yeah you can do a lot of the um the skills and tutorials online and then get a certificate that you take to the diving place can't you that's what he was saying yeah awesome so new thing for me very exciting yeah and once i'd been sent to the back i saw a lot more stuff as well because i was in the clear a little bit more and it was it was good Yeah. yeah 
Yeah, it was a nice dive. He did well. We only went down to nine metres, I think. But Yeah, you say only, but that, that feels yeah. like... Uh, but did it feel like a big deal when you were down there? No, it didn't. No. You, you look up and it is, for one thing, it's virtually impossible to it's estimate to the say. distance. Yeah. I, it could have been anything, but... I, d- I don't think you'd know if you <clears> went down to twice that. I don't think you'd really notice yeah. that even. Probably after that, it starts to... Things start to change a bit more. But. I'd snorkeled across the top of that water a couple of times yeah. on previous occasions, so I knew roughly what the the lay of the land was around there. But so I, I, I think that probably helped me to feel a bit more sort of relaxed. But yeah, yeah, lovely, good stuff. Yeah. So what else? What else was on your agenda? What did you manage to get through? Well, one of my big things of the week was the to, to compete in. Well, com- I say compete, complete the triathlon that they put on every week so it's a green team led affair it's all quite casual they sort of give you your chip at the beginning have a short briefing um the swimmers in the pool the bike i had mistakenly thought was uh <laughs> up to Tinaho and back which is a pretty good climb for someone who lives in bedfordshire yeah. um and we'd practiced that cycle the day before and it was it was quite unnerving for me the up was not so bad the up was just hard work I can do that but when we got to the top we had to turn around and come downhill with a very strong wind kind of slightly not quite even straight into our faces I felt it slightly from the yeah more of a crosswind it was very noisy it was very strong it was a bit gusty it was a bit nerve-wracking for someone who's a bit of a nervous Nelly on a bike and Ian said I was actually faster on the flats than I was on the downhills yeah. <laughs> due to over using my yeah. brakes but no screaming this time no screaming no meltdowns no stamping my feet and getting off the bike so we we did that and then only to discover at the briefing the next day that actually the course was going to be four laps around the lagoon which is flat as a pancake and obviously at no one point are you into the wind for any length of time because it's it's like a 3k loop so it's it's really small yeah, and it was kind of funny, but anyway, so that was my my big de- deal of the week was actually completing um, the triathlon, and um, I got a bit stuck in the swim. I was in a lane with, uh, I think, about six people, and we'd sort of had a quick chat beforehand about you know what we'd do, and then <laughs> the lady, the green team lady, said go, and it all went out the window, and everyone just barged their way down the lane, and I was unfortunately stuck between. I think a mum and a son doing breaststroke. Well, there's absolutely no problem at all with doing breaststroke in one of these these races anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it was just that they really blocked me. And at one point they were swimming side by side. So I really couldn't get past. But on about the fourth length, uh, we had to do eight lengths. And on about the fourth length, I managed a, a manoeuvre past them. Yeah. And, um, and then had free water then, which was lovely. Um, but a little bit of a slower swim than I'd have liked. And then transition and out onto the bike fairly, fairly smooth. I mean, yeah. I probably was the only person there putting socks on, but hey. I ran anti-clockwise around the lagoon and, and did two laps whilst uh, mm. the bikers were out doing their, their four laps. So I got to wave to and shout encouragement to everybody. And mm. initially, I think they were all kind of like, who is this strange man offering encouragement? Yeah. And by the end, I was sort of getting lots of grins from people. Yeah. Um, saw you then yeah out. so w- w- because it's four four loops of a 3k loop and some of the people there actually can swim fast when I came out on to do my first lap of the bike ride 
there were people just finishing their first lap. Mm. So they were out of the pool through transition and round a lap before I'd even gotten out on my first lap. So that was a little bit of a heart sink moment, but I knew that there were people coming out of the pool after me and I knew that I'd have to be a real disgrace to end up being totally and utterly sort of like marked. Because I think my, my main worry was being a really long way behind everyone and making everyone stand around with the timing mats at the end um but it's a great the bike ride is a real great leveler and a lot of the people that were there were massively faster than me most people came past me that came out of the pool after me I think there might have just been one lad and me and we were last coming off the bike um and we'd done a little bit of toing and froing on the the sort of last couple of laps of the lagoon we'd sort of overtaken each other a few times so so there was a young lad and I think he was around about 12 or so and um yeah so we kept each other company on the last couple of laps came into transition very close to each other and then out on the run and he was I could hear him quite close behind me and he might have even overtaken me to begin with on the run um but then when my legs actually started to understand what they were doing again I managed to get past him and get out towards La Santa. But I'd say so, they were they were all ages and abilities doing it. There and... was everyone doing it. It was really it was really lovely. I mean, there were some real proper speedsters. Um, there was a lady who had a tri suit on that said Christensen Denmark on the back of it. So she's obviously an age grouper. There was a young British lad who'd also done the open water swim with us, and he was an age grouper. I noticed yeah. from his kit. Um, and his mum was doing it as well, and and she was great. She was um, she was slightly slower than me in the pool, way faster than me on the bike, and a little bit slower than me on the run. Um, so I managed to actually overtake, I think, her. Maybe that was it on the run. Maybe another person. I can't remember, but um, I came in second or third last, I think, in the end. Yeah. Um, but I was really pleased. I was just pleased that I'd completed it, and it was you know an easier bike than I'd been expecting slightly disappointed in a way not to face the tough it was good training that bike. day before the day before when we <laughs> cycled up all those hills to, to check out the course that was good training for the actual was, course wasn't it it, was, it made it look a lot easier it made it look a lot easier yeah, yeah. and I've, I'm just pleased that I've done the whole thing again really so yeah. encouraging and I'd probably like to do one more more formal sort of triathlon yeah, where there's a more, proper tr- more, yeah. well they're just where there's a more formal tr- sort of transition because obviously at the santa they don't you know they're not particularly strict about anything and i'd quite like to do it in a more formal setting but um yeah yeah so that's good and throughout the week they have various different sort of combinations so we we all did aquathlons on the the monday i won't go through all of that but yeah. that's the the swim and then a run so if you didn't like the biking you could go and do that mm. so katie did one which was a slightly longer aquathlon me and the boy did another one which was a shorter one um and that was quite fun because i don't think he's he does a lot of, sort of running and swimming in anger um he was pulling himself along <laughs> the ropes at one point but um oh he did really well yeah no, he did well yeah he, he did it you know i mean you could see him get into the spirit of it when he got out of the pool he was like you know, running to get to transition and get his trainers on and off you both went and... Yeah. Yeah. He said the classic, never again. And and I yeah. said, 
And that's what everybody says when they do marathons. They all say never again. Mm. And he said, look, just shut up. <laughs> Let's get this thing done. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. who knows? But, but um, at least he's, he's got something to look back on. Yeah. Uh, it was an experience, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the other new thing I tried was aerial relaxation, which was hanging in a hammock, being swung by a lady who then talked you through this relaxation, sort of deep meditation type thing. And um, she said at the beginning, there will be points when you can hear my voice, but afterwards you won't be able to remember what I said. And I thought, oh, no, I don't think that will happen to me. But sure enough, it did happen to me. Um, that was, I'd highly recommend if you get the chance to try. Did you dribble? I don't know. It's possible. Um, and the other new thing that I tried was learning how to do tumble turns in the pool. So with a Danish green team instructor. And she just broke it down into each step of a tumble turn and I was shocked and amazed and extremely pleased probably the most pleasing thing of the week actually was to just be able to do them mm. um, and when the class was finished I went off and did three or four lengths on my own just to prove that I could tumble turn at the end of each one and I did um, and then later that day we went back and did more swimming and I did tumble turns all the way through so nice really pleased yeah. about that one who knows if I'll actually learn, learn to do that at Trinity because at Trinity it's a little bit more frantic yeah and, and, and quite a lot shallower at the shallow end but, yeah um, I've got a feeling the shallowness won't be an issue but yeah I'll have to try it in, yeah. in slow mode to begin with I think so that's probably about two-thirds of all the different stuff that we did um and, and even that is probably only a quarter of what's on offer at yeah, so you you get there and you get this um, app on your phone and um, it's got this timetable of stuff and there's different classes starting pretty much every yeah. quarter of an hour and running for half an hour or an hour or an hour and a half and you just sign up to one and you have like credits on your your app. Yeah, so you can't book loads and loads of stuff but you can book a certain amount up to a certain level. Yeah, and once you've done that one <clears> class, <throat> the credits come back to you. So yeah. it's just designed to stop people sort of hogging everything. Um, yeah. But there's there's tons to choose from. The boy did a football tournament. Um, we played paddle tennis. He also did a FIFA yes. tournament, which he won. He won. He is the champion. The, the international FIFA tournament champion. Yeah. Um, and I'll be having words at the Club of Santa because he actually beat the green team. They he were one of the teams. He didn't get a t-shirt. No, so email them. Yeah, I will. I'll point them at this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we really enjoy it there um, and and would recommend it to, to anybody. Um, yeah, definitely. There's a nice sort of family pool. We were chucking the ball around in the water and diving about and yeah. acting like lemons. And then there's, what else is there? Well, there's just loads. I mean, I think the thing is, I think people worry that if they go there, they'll have to do things. And you don't have to do anything. No. But it's, I must admit, for me, it's hard to not be doing something. I, yeah. I, I, I don't particularly like lying in the sun, reading and, and tanning. For two. I like doing it a bit, but I don't like doing it for long. Yeah. Um, and so and there's, there's no one going around coercing you no. into doing stuff. We've been on holidays before where you're, you're just sitting by the side of the pool reading your book and there's some entertainments director yes. who comes around and tries to drag you into playing yeah. some silly game around the pool. But there's absolutely none of that. You, you sign up for it if you want to do it or you just yeah. sit in your 
it's a nice opportunity to try things you wouldn't normally. For example, I also tried Zumba, which <laughs> I hi- yeah. <laughs> highly regretted and had a great deal of respect for people who do those sorts of classes a lot because the coordination involved is massive and I don't possess it. And I don't um, know, you look pretty good to me. You were looking at the cool down. <laughs> yeah, I know, and you, you were managing that well, so... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure it's quite for me. It was five o'clock and very hot sun. Um, believe it or not, it was the hottest day, more or less, wasn't it? I think. Um, yeah, I remember we were pretty good with the weather most of the time. Yeah. But... Anyway, <sighs> we must say, we. it sounds like we're, we are kind of shareholders or something. We're not. We, we haven't. Yeah. But we just want to let you know that it's a good holiday to go on if you just... You could just go and do your swim, bike, run, and that could take up your entire week if you did all the classes. Yeah. If you're interested in um, swimming, there are three 50-metre Olympic standard swimming pools. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in biking, there are £1,000-plus bikes, uh, a whole sort of warehouse full of them that you can go and hire out for yeah. three hours at a time. So you just book it for a chunk of time. Um, and yeah, they've they got them in all sizes. They had one that fitted you, they had one that fitted me, they had everything in between. So They had those massive tyre bikes, not just the normal mountain bike ones, didn't they? They had those huge, huge tyre yeah. things going on. They had, I mean, I was looking and they had all sorts of things in, the, in there. But yeah, you, with, included in your holiday is just your, your basic sort of road bike, under £1,000, I'd have said. Um, so not all that basic, really. But um, Yeah, they're still perfectly awesome bikes. Perfectly but, good yeah. bikes. And then you've also got, you can pay to have one of the carbon fibre fancy pants ones if you yeah. want to. Or you can take your own bike, which I think some people were doing anyway. Yeah, we saw a few bike-shaped suitcases coming out of the baggage hand, didn't we? But, um, yeah, and if you're running... If you're running, then there's a, a nice loop around the lagoon that's about 3k round, so you can just go round and round that, or you can go off and explore off-roading. It's a bit sandy, but um, so there's, there's tons to do. But Okay, back to the world of dreams, <laughs> and we're back in the UK and um, getting used to this nice warm weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. So not a lot of sight news to tell you about this week because I ain't done nothing. Um, but thank you to everybody who ordered uh, Fetch pre... Uh, pre uh, uh, I've got to get back to work soon and I can't even talk. Mm. Um, thanks to everybody who ordered some kit. Um, and we're expecting those at Fetch Towers in the first week of September. So I'll be getting those out to you ASAP after that. If you didn't order one in time, drop me a line. I have ordered some spares just to make up the round numbers on the, the order. But do get in touch with me quickly if you'd like one of those. Um, and that's about it. But I'll be getting back to it. So next week I should have more things to say about the site. Um, you wanted to highlight a blog? I wanted to highlight um, quite an interesting wild camping blog by McLennan. Um, I think it's camping is already tough enough. And uh, McLennan and his lad went an, an extra, whole extra mile really with it. So... If you actually go and look at McLennan's blog now, he's done some kind of pub quiz, news quiz type thing. So that's also quite good. But if you go, I think it's two blogs back, you'll get his account of their bivvy camping in Wales and wild swimming. And um, yeah, it's interesting because 
McLennan is one of those people that I'm now starting to see pop up in other groups on the internet that I'm part of. So the Outdoor Swimming Society, I quite often see one of his photos pop up on there. Um, but yeah, go and have a look at that. Quite interesting and very brave stuff, as far as I'm concerned anyway. Yeah, and I've picked out two threads for you this week. Um, the first one, because it's kind of just inevitable really, is strictly 2019. So I know that that will very much divide the audience and I'm very much on the side of kind of it's on. I'm not really going to be focusing my eyes too much, but um, I like the sequins, what can I say? And um, the other thread that I'd like to mention is the St. Ives Harbour webcam. Um, and this one goes back to a very nice dance by Bint in front of the camera but go and check that one out. And every time that a fetchy goes to visit St. Ives, it is the law that they have to go and perform something in front of the camera and let everybody know. So there's a, a bit of a niche following on that thread and I recommend it. Mm. And if you're planning on going on somewhere nice on holiday or if you've been somewhere nice and you want to relive those moments, go and check out the, the view of the harbour and you can always ima almost imagine that you're there. Indeed. So, it is a very good webcam. Yeah. Interesting market stalls sometimes. Yeah. So what we got left? We've got nothing. We've well, got we've no got featured fetchies. No featured fetchies because no one's done nothing. No, we ain't done nothing, fetchies. So uh, we've just filled the filled the space with random musings. Mm. Um, so do please send us your audio clips to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. It's more interesting than our holiday tales, isn't it? Hearing from other people. Yeah, we'd like to hear your holiday tales. Yeah. That's, that's fine. What, what exercise did you do on holiday? Yeah. I, or what new thing did you Yeah, discover? what did you try? Yeah, even if it's like paella or something like that. Yeah. Tell us. And what's, what's your week looking like then? Well, I'm, I've got a bit of a mixture. I've got um, getting back to work. Mm. I'm taking a trip down to see my folks in Wales because it's their wedding anniversary. And it's a big one. It's 50. 50 years. So happy anniversary, Mum and Dad, if you're listening yeah, to this. happy anniversary. Very, yeah. very well done indeed. Yeah. Good but work. you, there, yeah, you can't really imagine them not being together, really, can you? They're just like a yeah perfect little match. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, and then we're we're off to uh, Portsmouth on Friday, aren't we? Yeah. So unfortunately, this has not been the best couple of weeks for me in terms of news. Um, unfortunately, my dad is having investigations done again for something that he was poorly with a few years ago and um, so we're all sort of waiting on results really but it's it's uh, it's going to be a, so a few weeks of kind of not really quite knowing what's going to happen when I think is the yeah. is the reality of it all so this Friday we're going to get some results um, just to see what we're we're sort of dealing with really um, and to plan treatment I'm hoping very much that we'll see the oncologist that dad saw last time a lovely lady called Katie and um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get a good plan together and work from there really but it, it could mean that I'm back and forth quite a bit um, to Portsmouth and possibly the Isle of Wight um, there's potential for surgery in September in Portsmouth. 
Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a time when it's potentially a time when I will have to duck in and out from the podcast. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll see. So uh, good fetchy healing vibes and and all of that, please for for my dad. And um, yeah, that's yeah, that. And, and bear with us a bit. Yeah, if, uh, bear with. If we're we're not always out on a Monday. Yeah. But uh, we'll do our best. Yeah. Right then. Righty ho. Time to have another coffee and get this in the can, Mrs. Let's, let's do that. I'll get my headphone, my massive headphones on. Yeah. Nice one. Okay, and uh, thanks very much for listening. Don't forget, like I said, send your audio contributions to podcast at fetcheveryone.com. Subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with your whatever you want to say, really. And we'll see you next time. Have a good week, everyone. Cheerio. Ta-da. I just want to say sea creatures. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>